You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and I thank you for spending just a little bit of your day with me. So happy President's Day. Um, I'm glad that um, we have a president that I think we can be proud of in the White House. So uh, again, happy President's Day. It is a beautiful, beautiful morning here in Raleigh, North Carolina, the city of Oaks. It's a little chilly outside, uh, but um, a beautiful morning, none the less. I feel like, I don't know why I feel like I haven't done a show in a while. I think it was just last week. Was it last week? Maybe it was the week before last, but um, here we are. We're back, and um, today's show is about what's happening in entertainment. So I I haven't done like an entertainment show in quite some time. And we used to do these a lot uh, because, you know, what's going on in the entertainment, you know, those, those wacky celebrities, those wacky celebrities. And you know what? I want to say this also. Y'all better idolize Jesus and stop idolizing these celebrities. Celebrities are people just like you and I. They are. They are no different than us, except that a lot of them have a lot of money, and we all know that money does not solve all of your problems. It might solve your financial problems, but it ain't going to solve your mental and emotional problems. And so they have problems too. They're just as crazy as we are. They are not special people. Stop idolizing celebrities. They lie just like other people lie. They are bad people just like other people are bad people. You know, it's funny. Um, I was, uh, when I, when I, saw, I came across this article one one day online and it was like 12 of the rudest celebrities you know in hollywood oh okay yeah guess what guess what people are rude people are rude and celebrities are no different and 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 what's funny to me about it is that we do look at them as if they are, you know, like special, special people. And they're not. You know how sometimes you wake up in a bad foul mood? Well, guess what? They wake up in foul moods too. And then a lot of people say, well, they should stay home. Well, do you stay home? You still have to go out and work. You still have to go out of the house in a, in a foul mood. So why can't they also be in a file mood? Stop, stop, stop idolizing these celebrities. They are people too. They really are. So first up, apparently, 
Martin Lawrence's daughter and Eddie Murphy's son are engaged to be married. So their names are Jasmine Lawrence and Eddie and Eric Murphy. Gotta love that name, Eric, huh? So this article I got came from people.com. And it says, while it's unclear when the couple started dating, they first went public with their relationship in June of 2021. Now, while one would think it was the lovebirds' comedic fathers who introduced them, especially with the actors having done two movies together, Jasmine Lawrence explained that was not the case. Still, Lawrence and Murphy have talked publicly about the possibility of their kids getting married. In June 2022, Lawrence joked that he would try to get Eddie to pay for the wedding during an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Eddie says, well, that's not how it goes. <laughs> and he says, um, he said, my daughter, one of his other daughters just got married, and he said, and I had to pay. He said, and I really had to pay. He said, so, Martin, sorry, but you got to do the same. And everybody knows it's customary for the bride's father to pay for the wedding. But, you know, Martin Lawrence is always joking. So since Jasmine and Eric have gone public, they've shared several posts about each other on Instagram, including heartfelt birthday wishes. In January 2022, in an interview with In Touch Weekly, Jasmine confirmed that she and Eric met through her uncle. She said, it wasn't even our dads. And they've done two movies together and are really good friends. She noted that she and Eric became really good friends because we bonded on a lot of things and understood each other on a certain level due to their background. And over time, it just, you know, became more, she said, adding that their families are absolutely supportive of their relationship. Now, Martin just got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Eric wrote this to Martin on his Instagram page. He said, I knew that you were not only one of the funniest and most talented actors on the planet, but also an amazing father. Your unconditional love and support for Jasmine have not only shaped her into the beautiful, strong, and compassionate woman she is today, but have also helped create the incredible partner she is to me. I am forever grateful for the way you raised her and for the way you continue to be a pillar of strength for everyone around you. Congratulations on receiving your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You truly deserve this honor and all the recognition that comes with it. We love you. So congratulations to Jasmine and Eric. That was one that I had not heard. 
So they must have really kept that uh, under wraps, at, at least for me. So formerly uh, Shawnee O'Neal, uh, because she used to be married to Shaquille O'Neal, um, she is now a Henderson and she is married to a pastor, and his name is Keon Henderson. Okay? So, she's a married woman now. Okay? There is a rapper named uh, Luke, Luce, Luce, Luke, whatever, Cannon, claims that Two weeks before Shawnee walked down the aisle, she called him up and supposedly told him that she would give him $50,000 if he would have sex with her. Now, again, I'm not confirming or denying any of this because I don't know Shawnee uh, Henderson and I don't know this Luce or Luce Cannon. Here is my problem with this. Why is he telling this? Why is he out airing this woman, even if it is true? Whatever happened to silence? Whatever happened to, when did men start telling of their escapades in public? Now, in the locker room, you know, with your boys and the, you know, in in the privacy of your own home or wherever you and your boys are, you know, you might say something. But this guy is actually coming out publicly and saying this about Shawnee Henderson, formerly Shawnee O'Neal. And I don't know, I just, I just think it's, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's terrible. I really do. I mean, what business or, 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 or what do you have to gain by possibly destroying this woman's marriage? Now, she wasn't married, apparently. This was two weeks before she got married. So technically, she wasn't married. But I'm pretty sure that the pastor didn't know she was still sleeping with people. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure that he wasn't thinking that. Now, I don't know if this has caused any discord in their marriage. I just think that it's just terrible and I, 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 I just don't understand. Someone, I read somewhere online the other day that someone said that 2024 was the year of exposing people. You know, was the year of, you know, exposing what's done in the dark. Who are you to expose anyone? You better be careful because somebody might go into your closet and start exposing those skeletons that's in your closet. So pipe down, pipe down, and mind your business. So rumors are swirling that Common and Jennifer Hudson are dating. 
It is said that they both confirmed their relationship on an episode of Jennifer's show. Now, I do not watch Jennifer Hudson's show. Um, um, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Uh, let's just say that I do not watch it. I found this article on usatoday.com. And it says, it looks like Common and Jennifer Hudson are ready to confirm their relationship. The Grammy Award-winning rapper was set to be a guest on the Jennifer Hudson show, and he was asked about his love life. Rumors have swirled for months that the rapper and actor, who is 51, is dating Hudson, who, of course, is an EGOT winner. You know, they always have to say EGOT. And for those of you who don't know what an EGOT is, it is a celebrity, a celebrity that has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So when you hear somebody, you know, in the, in the entertainment world talking about an EGOT, that's what they mean. And she is 42 years old. So in a clip posted on Instagram taken from the episode, Hudson playfully presses Common to discuss his dating life. She says, so let's get down to business, Mr. Common. I'm a host, and so I have to ask you this question because everybody always wants to know this. Are you dating anyone? And the crowd goes crazy. And he says nervously, yes. I am in a relationship that is with one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Common then continues to make it clear he's talking about Hudson because he says she's smart. She loves God. She has something real down to earth about her. She's talented but I set my standard kind of high because she's got an EGOT. She had to win an Oscar on her first movie, so I set my standard high. She had to get her own talk show. So Hudson says, okay, 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 oh, okay. So obviously it, it, he was talking about her. Now, Common, uh, Common's been through some women in Hollywood. He was with um, Erica Badu, of course, he was with, uh, think about this, Tiffany Haddish. He was with uh, Serena Williams. He was with Angela Rye. Um, and he's he's been with quite a few. So, you know, maybe Jennifer will be the one that settles him down. I don't know, but I wish them the best. Our hearts and prayers go out to the King family. Dexter Scott King, the youngest son of Dr. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King, passed away on January 22nd at 62 years old from cancer. And so I think it might be two or three of the King children left. So our hearts and prayers uh, go out to the King family. I want to talk about Nicki Minaj. 
Um, and I didn't even know this story into, until a friend of mine who is from Trinidad uh, told me about this. So the rapper apparently tweeted disinformation about side effects of the coronavirus vaccine, saying that when a friend of her cousin had the jab, his testicles swelled up and he became impotent. So a friend of her cousin's, this supposedly happened to him. She claimed that this happened in Trinidad, which is how my friend heard about it because her sister, who still lives in Trinidad, called her and told her what was going on in the news. So Health Minister Terrence Dayosing said officials take all claims seriously. He says, as we stand now, there is absolutely no reported side effect or adverse event of testicular swelling in Trinidad and none that we know of anywhere in the world. So this was so serious that the health minister had to actually go in front of the public and tell them that they don't know where she got this from because and 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 they basically said if if your testicles have swelled up because you have taken the coronavirus vaccine you need to let us know so many people have pointed out that the side effects nikki described could be those of the sexually transmitted disease chlamydia and the state of her cousin's friend's testicles <laughs> has since then been retweeted nearly 90,000 times. Things really escalated when Nikki and the swollen genitals were mentioned to England's chief medical officer, Professor Chris Whitty. Professor Whitty said that Nikki should be ashamed of herself when asked about people spreading misinformation online and whether coronavirus might have caused her cousin's friend's testicles to swell. He said there are a number of myths that fly around, some of which are just clearly ridiculous and some of which are clearly designed just to scare. So they're basically saying how 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 um, terrible it was and how irresponsible it was for Nikki, who has a large platform, really, to come out and say something like that. And, you know, I've been saying this a while now. If you don't want to take the vaccine, then don't take it. But stop trying to make other people not take it stop stop talking negative about it in the press you don't want to take it that's fine but somebody else might feel that it's right for them right that they want to take it so i don't know and and my friend was telling me that uh they actually reached out to the friend 
in Trinidad and nothing came of it. Nothing came of it. So they're thinking that, you know, there might be some some lies going on here. But again, I don't know. And while we are on the subject of Nicki Minaj, can we please talk about this embarrassing feed that she has going on with Megan the Stallion? So it started with Megan releasing her song, Hiss, H-I-S-S. So uh, a couple of Fridays ago, she called into the Breakfast Club and said that Hiss is about anyone who uses her name to get attention online. She says, when a snake feel like you've been playing and like doing a whole bunch of swaying, it's basically telling you to back off. I hear you. I see you. Get up off me now, she said. Basically, that's what hiss is about. So it's her, it's the people that are always bringing up her name, always bashing her. It's like her telling them, leave me alone. Just like when a snake kind of rears up and hisses, it's about to strike you. So she's saying that's what the song is about. She says, I'm saying that a hit doll gon' holler. That's it. Whoever feel it, well, you just feel it. So, so the question is, is she referring to Nikki in the song? The Washington Post had this to say. Though no names were mentioned in this song, a number of his lyrics appear to reference Minaj too. One line fans say seems pointed at Minaj's family. She said these hoes <laughs> don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's Law. Now, Megan's Law could be a reference to a federal law that requires police to share information with the public about convicted and registered sex offenders. It was named after Megan Conka, a seven-year-old who was raped and killed in 1994 by their neighbor, a convicted child molester. In the wake of Megan Conka's death, her family campaigned for a law that would require police to tell communities about sex offenders, noting that they would not ha have let their daughter across the street if they had known about their neighbor's past. It appears Minaj and many on social media believed the diss to be directed at Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, who is a registered sex offender and who served four years in prison after he was convicted of attempted rape in 1995 and was put on probation in 2022 for failing to register as a sex offender in California. Now, Nikki has since put out a song called Bigfoot in response to Megan's song, Hiss. Now, I've seen, I haven't heard it. I don't listen to Megan the Stallion and I don't listen to Nicki Minaj. But from what I've read online, 
a lot of people said that it is trash. That if that is supposed to be a comeback song, like, girl, you need to try it again. And I just think that this feud between these two black women is just a shame. I really do. And I remember I was listening to, I can't remember who it was. Um, oh, Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis was talking about all of this feuding. He was really addressing uh, like Monique and Cat Williams against, you know, um, Steve Harvey and, and uh, uh, D.L. Hughley and uh, I can't even think. I see it's... Uh, I can't, he's my favorite comedian, uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin Hart. And Judge Mathis was just talking about how shameful all of this, all of this vitriol and all of this, this hatred and this anger that's going across at each other in public. And Judge Mathis was saying how y'all don't even understand that people are laughing at you. They are laughing at this ridiculous stuff that you guys are doing. What I don't understand, listen, everybody ain't going to get along. You're not going to like everybody. That's a given. You're just not going to. But if you don't like each other, that's fine. Why do you have to keep disparaging each other on, on, you know, in, in the public, in public. Megan and Nikki, although I do not listen to their music, I do not, it's too much vulgarity, it's too much sexually explicit uh, uh, lyrics and content for me. You know, I can't put that in my spirit. But there are millions of people who love them. Wouldn't it be better for y'all to get together, right? Instead of attacking each other. You know, Nikki and Cardi B, just really just, I, I, I mean, and I don't even know if they've squashed their beef, but they had a beef years ago. You know, somebody said something about somebody's child and, and you know, um, it's, just, it's, it's just ridiculous, it's just all of this stuff that we're seeing and all of this, all of this, this, this drama. And you're playing it out in public for people to see it. And Judge Mathis was just saying, stop it. You know, Cat Williams, we talked about this a couple of shows ago, went on the Shannon Sharp podcast and and what is it called? Shay Shay. I think it's called Shay Shay. And, you know, started outing Steve Harvey and Kevin Hart and, 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 and Cedric the Entertainer and all of that stuff. And, and, you know, Monique is on tour with him now. Then, you know, she's got her feud with Oprah and, and, and Tyler Perry. And, and now she's got some feud with D.L. Hughley. 
that I didn't even know her and D.L. Hughley even had anything uh, against each other. And it just looks so, it looks so junior high school. Not, I'm not even going to say high school. I'm just going to say junior high school. It looks so junior high. These are grown people. We are better together than we are apart. Now, I've heard that Monique has uh, apologized to Tyler and Oprah um, about her year's feud with them over, you know, she said that Tyler Perry and Oprah blackballed her, (laughs) you know, because of uh, Lee Daniels and I think it was the Precious movie that um, she says that she was blackballed because she wouldn't do free press uh, over the, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so much and, and, and it's so much going on that it's, it's, it really is ridiculous. And now everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. Monique's son, I just saw uh, a post on Instagram for him, how he's saying that, He ain't seen or spoken to his mother in years and how she's not a good mother and how, you know, she's lying about stuff. And and then, you know, now Monique and her her husband went and did a did a, uh, you know, another post about I mean, you know, this is what I like about Beyonce. As much as people talk about Beyonce and as much as people might, you know, uh, come against her, Beyonce does not respond in public. She doesn't have to. She's Beyonce. She doesn't have to respond. That is the one thing that you are not going to see Beyonce Knowles Carter doing, and that's in any kind of online social media feed with other people. She's too busy for that. This woman got three, well, two, you know, small children, and and she's got a husband, and she's got a career that is unlike a lot of people's career. A lot of people wish they had the career that Beyonce has. And while we're on the subject of Beyonce, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but let's talk about this. So, I'm sure you know that she has, she's doing a country album, okay? And baby, country music fans have lost their minds about Beyonce doing this country album. Oh, she shouldn't be singing country music. And, and, and I heard that a lot of country stations have refused to play her music. As if, you know, I remember listening to, I think he, I think he was a, uh, uh, a DJ. He was a radio show, radio show host or a podcaster or whatever. And I remember him saying that basically country music was for white people. And he said that black people shouldn't be listening to country music and singing country music because, you know, we have our own music. They have their own music. And what's what what an ignorant thing to say. 
as if as if music is a color as if white people should not listen to hip-hop and r&b which we know they do and that black people should not listen to country or rock which are kind of considered to be kind of you know uh, uh genres that white people listen to music is universal baby I love all kinds of music, and I'm a black man, and I listen to country, I listen to rock, I listen to some hip-hop, not really into rap, because again, I can't, some of it, I can, you know, like the common stuff, you know, the Kendrick Lamar stuff, I do like that kind of stuff, but I, I don't really identify with a lot of it, because I, you know, w when I hear it, I just, like, it doesn't, it doesn't speak to me. It doesn't speak to me. And that's fine. That's okay. Because it speaks to millions of other people. Right? And so these people have lost their minds over Beyonce doing, doing country music. Country stations refusing to play it. People all on Facebook. Oh, well, she shouldn't be singing. Why? Why can't she sing country music? You know, that's like us saying... Justin Timberlake shouldn't sing R&B. It's just a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. We are not going to be divided in music. We're just not going to do it. That Music should be the one place where we are not divided, right? I want to talk about Kim Burrell. Now, a lot of you listening to me probably have never heard of Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell is a very famous uh, gospel singer. And she came on the scene, I think in the early 2000s, I believe. Now, she ushered in like this new sort of, um, this new sort of gospel genre, sort of like jazzy gospel. Now, I'm going to keep my personal feelings out of it because Kim Burrell is always in the news for something that she has said or something that she has done. She's always in some type of controversy. She's one of those people, I think, that I, I just wish would keep your mouth closed. You know, like, like if you are representing Christ, you know, and if you are... You know, you say that you are a preacher and you are a, you know, uh, uh, a follower of Christ. I just think that sometimes you should humble yourself and not um, say some of the things that you say. Now, Kim Burrell also uh, rose to fame because she was the judge on uh, Sunday's Best, which was a BET singing competition for gospel music singers. Just like American Idol was for pop, Sunday's Best, which was hosted by Kirk Franklin, um, she was on there as a guest. And when I used to watch it, she rubbed me the wrong way, sort of, on a lot of things she would say to people. Um, so, you know, I, I can have my personal, you know, opinion about Kim Burrell. 
But she is in the news again because apparently, and this is on social media, you can see it. Go to YouTube. You can see this. She was at a church. And after the service, you know, when famous people come to a church, they always say, do you want to sing something? You know, because, you know, now you cannot deny Kimberell's gift. She has a beautiful voice and she can really sing. So anyway, she's singing this song. Now It's a corporate song. This is not a Kimberell concert. Okay, this is a church service where she is um, singing this song. And there is a lady that's standing in the audience, and she's singing with her. And the lady is worshiping because, you know, that's what you do in church, right? Kimberell stops singing and tells the lady to stop singing with her. And she tells the lady, I think like two or three times, to stop singing with her. And then she tells the lady, let that mask work for you. Meaning, let that mask uh, stop you from, from talking. And she's under fire again for that. It's things like that. Um, now, some people on, you know, her fans were saying, well, the lady was rude. And then one, one guy said, which I totally agree, he said this was a church service. This was not a Kimberell concert. And then I thought even in concert, the audience sings with the artist. You will, you will constantly see the artist stop singing and turn the mic to the audience so that they can sing with them. So even if this was a Kimberell concert, that is not unusual for someone to sing with you. And so, you know, I don't know, Kimberell has come and, you know, she's, she's, uh, she's done a video and, you know, oh, you guys, you know, you, you took this out of proportion. I don't think anyone took it out of proportion. We saw what happened. And I just think it's rude for you to tell a woman to not sing. First of all, it wasn't your song. It was a corporate worship song. It wasn't a song that Kimberell wrote. It wasn't a song that Kimberell recorded. It was a corporate worship song. And I just think that we have to be careful when we say, you know, uh, we're Christians. We have to be careful. Now, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying Kimberell is perfect. And I am certainly not requiring perfection out of Kimberell because I'm not perfect. So how in the world can I require perfection from someone else? But we just have to be, we just have to be careful, right? And, and as I said before, Kimberell has been in controversy after controversy. There is a, there is a, there was a, there was an episode of um, Sunday's Best where this guy, uh, was auditioning and the judges were Yolanda Adams, Kimberell and um, Lord, I don't know where my mind is today. Um, another gospel singer, a male gospel singer. And through that whole guy's 
um, audition, Kimberrell was laughing and talking. Donnie McClurkin, that's him. Um, and they were laughing and talking through that, that guy's whole audition. And the guy just was hurt. He was so hurt. And he just said, you know, I can't believe that you would be that rude to me, that you would not have the decency and the respect to listen to my audition, even if you didn't like it. You know, listen to the audition, give, you know, uh, a critique, which is what they're supposed to do, and move on. And to me, it was so disrespectful. And I'm just saying, you know, we just have to be careful, you know, when we say that we are representing Christ and, and especially, you know, preachers, we have to be careful that we're not just letting anything fly out of our mouth and, and that we're not always in some type of controversy is all I'm saying. Well, that's my show. I appreciate you guys listening. We will see you next time. Bye for now.